I'm not even you go for it, given that this is some exercise in futility. I've hit record, but we are not having this fight. So knock yourself no. out, Raph, but whatever. <laughs> okay, guys, we're at UFC 229. You know it is tradition for us to do an over-under Kevin. However, Kevin has asked me to say there is an asterisk that goes along with this because this fight will not happen. Thank you. Kev, Thank you for the asterisk. But, but the fight... Ooh. Well, guest, hold on. We're not to you yet. We'll we'll throw to you in a second. Guest, <laughs> we should do that more often. We don't one hundred percent. Guest enough. <laughs> uh, but I want to make sure that people know that Kevin has gone on record as to say the fight between the main eventers Khabib and Connor will not take place. This has not been going on for just this episode. This has been going on for weeks. Kevin said this is the fight that's not going to happen. So, Kevin, are you telling me that without Connor and Khabib? The whole card will fall. Uh, obviously, this fight will have who the hell knows what will get thrown at the bus of this fight. That's a metaphor. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe Connor's going to get uh, Ebola. There's a lot that's going to happen between now and then that's not going to include a UFC fight. So they're going to cancel this one because as much fun as whoever's next will be, this is the main event. Okay. Anyway, guys. I feel very badly because while I want to give Kevin the do of a very funny recurring joke and say, well, we don't have to do an over under Kevin. We are contractually obliged to do an over under Kevin every fucking pay-per-view. So that brings me to my point now, which is we decided to bring a guest who guys, he just got 3000 followers on his Instagram. He actually did a series of Mr. 3000, an obscure baseball movie starring Bernie Mac, as a series <laughs> to congratulate himself for doing it. And I have to tell you guys, I think it's a little rude that you have not given this man more follows because I think he has put out some of the most consistently funny memes. And second, I think that he started off, Kevin, with a bang. You may remember him as the individual who put together the disappearing blue belt, very funny meme that I said to myself, damn, this is his first video that he's putting out and it's already doing huge numbers. It only gets worse from here. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> why don't we go ahead and welcome the individual, the human being behind happy rolling BJJ, Tony D'Onofrey. Tony, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How's it going, guys? Very well, sir. Tell us a little bit about your page because, again, I think people are more familiar with your memes. They probably see them all over the place because motherfuckers be pirating that shit all the time. <laughs> and but, I know. Hold I, on. I, I, 2018, happy rolling BJJ. And this year, you didn't want to go with sad <laughs> rolling BJJ or something a little bit more real to the times? <laughs> Melancholy rolling really? BJJ? Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's actually one of my followers, his name is Grappling Depression. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's like my, he's like my reverse flash. That's true. How That's your you nemesis. Grappling? <laughs> That's that <is> my nemesis. <laughs> so I guess that just boosted him up like 3,000 followers because I name dropped him. Well, thanks for the audience <laughs> shout out numbers wise. But I would think specifically something like, yeah, happy versus depression rolling BJJ is the real Batman versus Superman. But anyway, back to back to whatever it is how you got started doing this. <laughs> whatever fucking basic question we can ask you. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, what was the question? I got, I thought I started talking about the flash and got confused. <laughs> oh man, kid. All right. We're going to take you right back to the beginning. Why the fuck do you make your page? Yes. Why did I make my page? Because I love jujitsu. It's always on my mind. Even when I'm at work, uh, I work as a nurse. I'm always thinking about jiu And even when the subject is not about jiu-jitsu, I will make it about jiu-jitsu, <laughs> which kind of inspires the memes. I know you were uh, saying earlier that you know a lot of people don't probably know who I am just because they see my memes. There are times where I put pictures of me in my memes, and people still don't know it's me, which is funny. So I'll just, you know, cap goes over people's heads but yeah you know, i'm just the guy that makes the news i just want to make the people laugh a yeah. noble goal but they don't deserve it sometimes it, the reason <laughs> why and i was actually today um the guy who runs mcdojo uh life. Oh, that guy's awesome Rob, yeah he's okay don't give him that much uh, rob um, oh okay <laughs> happened to be uh he's in la and we ran into each other uh, a couple times and we were discussing the element of being in front of your page because he was saying for the first four years, he was always behind the scenes. And a lot of memes come from people that you never know exist. You know, they try to yeah. really downplay themselves and that's fine. I just have always had a, a certain uh, mantra, which is I'm not going to make a joke about you on the podcast that I wouldn't say to your face. So every so often, <laughs> I throw a picture of me because I think it's good to be self-deprecating and I laugh at myself a lot, but I think it's yeah. important. But when the athletes look at us, they're like, who is this person? I'm like, it's me asshole. <laughs> so you know exactly what I look like. Um, but on your side though, you know, you don't really get too angry. You do a lot of really uh, nice and funny upbeat kind of stuff. So that's why when I saw yeah. happy rolling, I was like, I mean, I get it, but why just happy rolling? Why, why that though? Why that? There was uh, I've been training for nine years. And I think I may have taken like three breaks from the mat, and you know, I, I sometimes you blame jujitsu for your problems, and it becomes one of those times where you finally are aware that oh, you know what, jujitsu was never the problem. I was a lot happier when I was on the mat rolling. So that's where like happy rolling kind of came from. Mm -hmm. Something I need in my life. Like take that grappling depression. Yeah. Grappling depression. I just like <laughs> the idea that, you know, again, a lot of the mistakes I see most meme makers do. And again, there are many who are far more successful than us, but like, yeah, I think there's a difference between being an asshole and being funny. And the ones that always make me laugh have a certain creativity about them that makes me kind of go oh okay and i think one of the reasons i wanted to pull you on the show was i did sure. see that was you and i did see that you were really cool at making fun of yourself in a way that rather than make fun of an individual sometimes you're literally making fun of yourself and being like hey guys me me <laughs> yeah uh i mean I, I think that's something we learn on the net is to be humble laugh at yourself i uh made videos before where I play the, the brand new guy who doesn't know how to do, you know, basic map movements or the instructors telling them, go ahead and grab the left sleeve. And I reach down and grab my belt. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, I think we all have to be humble. And, you know, don't forget your roots. Like everyone's a beginner. And then they always teach us no ego in jujitsu. So 
Be humble. Be humble or be humbled. Someone will come humble you. This is a great time to talk about two of our best friends. The people that keep the lights on. ProvenNutrition.com. 100% biodegradable packaging. 100% natural ingredients. 100% improvement and results in what you need. ProvenNutrition.com. Tell them VerbalTab sent you. We love them. I love their core drink. I really can't get enough of it. North, South, Jiu-Jitsu people. You already know. But if you don't. Head on over, check out the Navy. You're going to love it. Feel the grips on your hips. Feel the grips on your hips. NorthSouthJujitsu.com. It's the best underwear for doing what we love the most and fighting people. And it's doesn't have a second. It's just the first place, only place. Head on over to NorthSouthJujitsu.com. Thank you so much. Now back to regular scheduled something about programming. Kev, do you feel like you have to humble him once we play the game, though? I was busy looking for out-of-breath BJJ to start my own line (laughs) based off of how I feel, typically, like when I'm doing it. Just uh, (laughs) wheezing uncontrollably BJJ's been taken, so I'm going to have to host it out. What's your training like? I see that you're a brown belt and shirtless on your Facebook profile, which speaks to either a lot of confidence or none. Mm. What's the jiu-jitsu <laughs> journey for you? The jiu-jitsu journey, I'm training about four to five days a week. And it's, it's great. Life is great. I can't complain. When did you start? Get on the mat, have a good time. When did I start? I started training. Uh, see, I wrestled in high school. And then after I graduated, I became one of those washed-up wrestlers <laughs> that just kind of <laughs> lives in the past. You know, hangs out by the wrestling room and just tells like the younger kids, like, "Oh, back in my day, we used to do backflips out of cradles. It worked every time." But you know, I, I think I watched, uh, was watching a UFC marathon on Spike TV, and I was like, "Oh, I can do that jiu-jitsu stuff." I started training in two thousand nine. Damn. Okay. A while ago then. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing it's been the a journey, and now climbing the ranks to the most dangerous of the belts. You can trust uh, black still belts. Gonna suck. You, can't, you can't trust brown belts. You just can't trust them. Oh, yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and I, you're doing a little... It seems like you're competing as well, because this looks like a fight-to-win card. Is that what I'm seeing? Oh, God. Uh, that picture was uh, at the fight-to-win weigh-ins, which I did make the highlight reel that night. Unfortunately, I was the one getting submitted. <laughs> Somebody's got to. No, I'm just uh, so okay. So I'm getting a little bit better no, I, idea I, I, of who I even, I'm going I even up against. I made a meme about or... that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You're probably going to make fun of me later on the show, and I'll make fun of me even more. I'm going to, but sadly not about uh, competing at a high level. I'll find a different way. Uh, we generally tend yeah. to like reserve our making fun of people competing at a high level for like Gary Tonin because he's done something oh, yeah. that merit being an asshole. Or the, the those of those ilk, the individual who shows up at a fight to win and does that, I'm not going to make fun of. The individual who shows up and does baby shark dance is not going to be somebody <laughs> I make fun of. But the rest of the internet community will lose their shit and say like, "Well, this is what we're losing." You do understand. I have no interest in really competing. However, I messaged the guy who sent that to me, and I go. That's what I have to do. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, I have to compete at a fight to win. And when I say I have to compete at a fight to win, I just want to do the walkout and then just be like, cool, I'm done. Thanks, everybody. 
I, I did the amazing dance off walkout that was reminiscent of Pride <laughs> 2005 of Anderson Silva walking out and the best of the best who created spectacles. And then I'm just going to sit down and be like, nah, I don't want to do the match. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that walkout is probably one of the coolest things. Like uh, when I was younger, probably back in middle school, I always dreamed of myself being a professional wrestler. So to walk out on a freaking ramp and they're playing, I think I had Rage Against the Machine. And I even turned around and did a Chris Jericho pose. I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Well, too soon. Um, of all the wrestlers you can <laughs> choose to do, why Chris Jericho, sir? I don't know. I just like the cool, I remember, you know, the Y2J countdown and then the lights go out and the fireworks go off and it's just like a shadow of him with his arms out. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I wasn't going to come out like Val Venus in a towel. <laughs> oh, maybe I, I should have. would have been won. funny. I definitely think people would have been uh, talking about it for years to come. You might not ever be on another yeah. fight to win. Uh, <laughs> but or, or any fight card in general. It, yeah. The weird part about like, <laughs> Chris Benoit is always just like, really? And then I thought of it. I was like, maybe he hasn't made it all the way to the end of the series on the Chris Benoit story. So there's that. Uh, but the Chris Jericho is amazing. I have to ask this. If you're a pro wrestling fan, how come you've not done one single WWE BJJ film for us? Film or a meme? Yeah, well, not even a meme. During the week, we have WWE BJJ week where we have people submit what? videos of them doing pro wrestling moves. Kid, you're so new to the scene. All right, we're going to walk you oh through this whole thing. Oh, my God. Maybe indifferent rolling BJJ <laughs> would be a better name. Maybe not paying attention, BJJ Raph. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. No shit. Yeah. It, was like, it was like, we set this fucking world on fire each. Like, we literally talk to the biggest meme makers and say, do something. And everybody always puts together a goofy video of them doing some stuff. I'll send that to you later. Oh but Kev, did God. you get a I'm going I'm to submit. I'm going to submit so many videos. Oh my oh. gosh. I'm excited. I mean, like all my yeah. teammates are all wrestling fans. That's amazing. Because honestly, that's the whole thing is we find that there are a bunch of nerds who probably watched <clears throat> wrestling to begin with. And then now are, you know, matured into UFC fans who have no idea that. <laughs> matured. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot no, of people we'll literally just... have. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying a lot of people think that they're way more mature oh. than they are. So it's usually with quotation marks. Yeah, it's true. No, it's funny because my teammates, uh, they'll be on the mat butterfly stretching. I just come in with like 17 super kicks to their face. Thank God. Just yeah. to keep them in check. Yeah. That's what kind of teammate I am. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially what I do. I was actually discussing the, the merit behind how I'll choose to do uh, pro wrestling moves <laughs> with people. Because I say... I don't pick on the innocent. Kevin's probably the only person who just doesn't care about pro wrestling that I actually will do pro wrestling moves to just because I think it's really <laughs> funny how much he doesn't like it. And there's always a juxtaposition of him being like, all right, get on with it. But I feel like <laughs> for so many other people, if they're fans and I can hit like a Boston crab in the middle of a roll, uh, I usually do it when they get lazy or if they're a yeah. big fan and I'm just like, I think they'll get a kick that I can do this transition. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll hit like a figure four or something. And, uh, oh, yeah. but I was telling Kevin one day that somebody came up to me and I took a selfie with them and they go, Oh, dope. That's cool. So cool. Thanks, man. I really appreciate the photo. And I was like, ah, no problem. The next day they saw me do a WWE BJJ video with somebody else. And they go, I'm sorry. How come I didn't get one of those? 
And I was like, <laughs> I, I, we were just taking a selfie, dude. I didn't know that we, you wanted to do one. He's like, that selfie's garbage. I want to do a pro wrestling move with you, Raph. And I go, holy fuck, guys. Come the <laughs> fuck down. I can't come up with that many yeah. transitions. So anyway. All right, Tony, let's circle back to a couple things. You were saying that you, you were training, you know, you started in 2009. When's the moment you know you yes. love jujitsu? Oh, the moment I knew I loved jujitsu. I think it had to been towards the end of my white belt journey. I was getting closer to blue belt, and that's all I could picture myself doing for the rest of my life is showing up to a gym, getting on the mats, rolling with people. I mean, I had a lot of, uh, I don't know, good influences on my team, the higher ranks, people I looked up to, people I admired so much. And I was like, this is something I've been missing my whole life, which, you know, jiu-jitsu, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people didn't have a lot of resources back then. Nowadays, like, you got schools that have morning class at 6 a.m., 10 a.m. class, noon class, evening class, beginner class. It's like six days a week, and then you get uh, these internet resources of learning jujitsu. Everything they got so many resources, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> Kevin, one of the things that we always like to do on the show is make sure that you have enough intel, so that when you get to the insulting part, you can do that sort of a thing. I just need to make sure that you approach this with some sensitivity, Kevin, because his. Screen name is Happy Rolling BJJ, and so far he's given very yeah. little uh, indication. He goes outside the realm of the Mike Schur Pawnee version of making fun of people, which is that they usually try to do upbeat and nice humor. Mm-hmm. So, how are you going to insult <laughs> this human being? Yeah, what type of nurse are you? I'm not a good one. Perfect. Uh, so nursing and jujitsu, and you've already told us you struggle sometimes keeping those separate, which is very helpful for me. Uh, what else? Yeah. Failed wrestler, but in addition yeah. to that, um, <laughs> any other keynotes? What else do we need to know about you? Failed wrestler. Uh, well, let's see. I'm a musician. How about that? What type of musician? Uh, very sexy one. I'm, I more meant like, <laughs> do you? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Play an instrument of uh, a specific variety, mandolin. Yeah, I play. I play, play guitar. Play the guitar. Gotcha. Mandolin. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make yeah. sure that our uh, our listeners understand that when asked what does he play, Tony responded with, "Uh, sexy." And it was like, no, what instrument do you play? The sexual one. (laughs) The sexy one. The sexual sexual instrument. (laughs) Got it. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the funny part, Kev. Now I've asked you that question. Tony, we're about to get into the part where we have to make fun of each other. Now, you don't make fun of me. You make fun of Kevin. But are you capable of that? Because I know that you're funny in terms of memes. But do you feel comfortable making fun of Kevin? Uh, it depends. I need some intel. I see that he is one of those guys in his picture that wears a mismatched D-top with his pants. Uh-oh. Yeah, occasionally. Uh-oh. I, I used to wear, I used to wear like, uh, blue pants with a white top. <laughs> Basically a Corianti of the standard single color <laughs> variation. People wrote oh, articles yeah. about me. 
boy, I've got to be. It's like, what the hell is he looking at? That that's worse. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, how far back did you go, sir? Because Kev, like, if that's as bad know. as it's going to get, I'm a little not nervous for you. No, we'll be fine. And yeah, I so I filled out the sheet where I'll keep track. And under okay. my nickname for my column, I put Woman Jesus. And under his, Ooh, I put a, a tour bus incident. And I feel like I crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'm going to W washed up Craig Jones. Well, Kev, you know what that means. At one point, you were Craig Jones, though. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> washed up. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the nicest my that jiu-jitsu's ever been complimented. If ever. you ever see Craig Jones near any kind of food, you can very quickly see Craig Jones washed up right in person. <laughs> Coming up this week at Quintet. Anyway, I'm, I kid. We love you, Craig. Ooh. Kev, are you ready Fair to do enough. the game? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to an installment of Over Under Kevin UFC 229, which Kevin exists. Yes, uh, in theory, and that's what you've said. But much like I've heard that the Earth is a globe, <laughs> uh, there's people that say otherwise. Raf, fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, the way this works is we go through the entire card randomly. I give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win, and then if I so deem it, I give them 15 seconds of rebuttal time. Although we like correct picks, we have an even bigger appreciation of who talks the most shit on this game. Gentlemen, do you both understand the rules? Uh, Pettis. Oh, I just can't make memes about this, huh? No, no, you can't go off into like a corner and then get 30 minutes to come meme <laughs> it back. <laughs> oh, okay. Though if you were a real professional, you would have already memed your picks. Ayo, Raph. Oh. Just, uh, <laughs> I also, he has revealed that he accidentally uh, crosses BJJ in nursing. So I have a real moment where it's like, sir, the results are back. You have chlamydia. But just as soon as you're done grappling that with antibiotics, and he throws in the card. He's like, swing by happy rolling BJJ. <laughs> oh, nice. Is that how? Nice. <laughs> don't stop writing it down. Don't say that to anyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad that both of you understand the rules. It seems like you've had some sort of uh, cordialness to one another. Before we do start, do you have anything that you would like to say to Kevin? While we're still in that nice transitional time, uh, anything good sportsman or do you want to go the heel angle? I'm asking this to you, Tony. Uh, Kevin, I'm really proud of you and making it to purple belt. That's very hard thing to accomplish in uh, the jiu-jitsu world. Oh, here we go. I can already, this is classic brown belt (laughs) bullshit. Yeah. All right, Raph. All right. Invisible (laughs) jiu-jitsu. I think that's the best. This is the exact opposite of a guest that we've had that just, like, they take the bait every time. They always go, yeah, fuck Kevin. Like, it doesn't, without any prompting, they're just, like, an excuse to hate on him? Done. You're the first person to almost try it, but I'm not going to let you do it when the game starts, which is right now. Kevin, you're going to go ahead and start us off. I have put 15 seconds on the clock for you to tell me who you think, Kevin, is going to win between a fight in a flyweight category, Sergio Pettis, versus juicier formiga i'm so confused what we're doing in the pettis family are we fighting on the same card are we not fighting on the same card 
It's really frustrating, but how can I say no when I see that charming prince? He belongs in a Disney animated film, but I'll settle for this fight. Sergio Pettis. Sergio Pettis. Okay. Uh, Same question over to you, good Sir Tony, and you got 15 on the clock. Go. Sergio Pettis. This is the first time I've ever heard of the guy. Uh, He's part of the Pettis family. I'm going to go with Pettis as well. That wasn't a lot of trash talk, was it? <laughs> okay, Kev, does this concern you that you're going up against somebody who just discovered that there's two pedestals? <laughs> wasn't listening. I got some blue dream at the dispensary, so I was just trying to uh, compete with myself Ooh. by stunting my own performance mentally. I've heard marijuana does that. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm also busy trying to order alcohol off Postmates, so if anyone has any advice. <laughs> Holy cow, you got the whole Sunday night planned out. Now, Tony, when I asked you, would you like to be on the show? And I said research wasn't required. <laughs> Did you at all research anything? Yeah, I researched the main card. I didn't know you were going to ask about the freaking NXT card. Oh, like, yeah. it's just a oh NXT is way go. better than the main product. Everybody knows that. Good try. <laughs> Move around. NXT is amazing. Oh my god, he that tried is, an NXT joke, which is not as good. And fly. I thought Raph was gonna get me a doctor, but here we are, both slumming it in the under <laughs> undercards. <laughs> I, I wanna be super clear, I'm all kidding right. to all nurses, you're the glue that holds life together. Uh quick before I go I go to the hospital to a, a lot. <laughs> so I don't wanna <laughs> set nurses. Yeah, learn to tap early, man. Uh, I mean, Kevin is not afraid to tap. I don't think it's that. I think it was uh, a a series of just being in jiu-jitsu and his body going, can we take a break? So we'll see him back. Oh, that's one of the master's problems then, huh? Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. Let's discuss this. Tony, you're going to tell me who you think is going to win in a women's bantamweight fight between Lena Lansbury and Yana Kanitsukawa, and go. Oh my god! There's like so many syllables in that name. Let's see, Yana Kanitsukaya from Russia. If she's Russian, she's gonna win. Russians always win. Okay, so that? who are you going with here? Yana Kanitsukaya. Okay. Just wanted to see Kevin. I just casted. Very nice. Yes, we'll have to reverse it like the end of Jumanji at the end. Kevin, what do you have for us? Normally, I'd take a geopolitical agreement with him. Yana's from Russia, where they don't have the best universal health care, but Lena's from Sweden, where it's rocking. So I think she fights with a little more reckless abandon, knowing her bill's free, whatever happens. Lena Landsberg. Kev, do you get the impression? That this is a person who's doing the book report and just showed up and he goes, yeah, yeah, no, I did. Th- I got this. Give me a second. Moby Dick is about a guy named Moby. He was a DJ. And a dick. Uh, That's where the I name came from. Up. He was a real ass to everyone. Yeah. So um, end of story. And a he learned his eight. lesson. And I think we all did by the end of the book. No questions. Thank you. But he probably also says that one thing that the teacher goes, he didn't read this bullshit. And then all of a sudden he goes, but he's really fighting against himself. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. I've never had an interpretation like that. You got that book. You really did. And he's like, yep. Uh-huh. Passing. Hey, guys, I'm ready to do this next fight. It's a light heavyweight bout between OSP and Dominic Ooh. Reyes. 
Kevin, you start off. 15 seconds on the clock, please. Uh, first of all, I want more points for making a geopolitical healthcare joke. But I'll take OSP because uh, OSP, I, I was trying to do a putt. I was like, ISC enough, but it didn't work. I'm just going to go with the man that has my favorite choke. Kev, can I just say this? If you really wanted to do something, all you have to do is turn it into a song and just say, you dealt with OSP? Yeah, you know me. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, there it is. Thank you, ref. Everybody. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kevin's got OSP. Tony, who do you have for us on this one? Uh, so this is the person I actually researched last night. This is Reyes. I think he's been doing a lot of victories with that Darcy Conda he's doing. Mm-hmm. So if OSP's not going to land a Von Flu choke, I'm going to go with Reyes. Wait, is that a conditional that you just put there? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. You have to pick one. No. You can't say yeah, like, no. oh, yeah. OSP. I can't pick both. No, oh, you, yeah, you can't not. put an X on. Like this isn't Doctor Strange handing over the Time Stone to Thanos. This is us trying to figure out and going, no, no tricks for real. Did you say if OSP doesn't hit his choke, his Von Flute choke, will then Dominic wins? That's what I said. No, that's what I said. No, it's not how this works. Pick one or the other. So you're picking Dominic. All right, Wynn, going, right? I'm going. I'm turning Reyes, Darcy all right, all right, thank you. Kevin, these things are getting out of control. No, but he walks into his patient's room. He's like, bad news is you've broken your leg. Uh, mm-hmm. The good news is you're going to be very hard to knee bar for a while. High fives <laughs> him and exits the room. People are like, that nurse is pissing me off. It's essentially the literal doctor from Arrested Development. Yes, he's my favorite. I just like taking jujitsu twists on everything. Absolutely. Hey, you uh, should start a meme page. Uh, hey, I'm employed hey, on the internet. Hold on. Slow your roll here, kid. I want to make sure <laughs> we can bookmark this for everybody. I enjoy when the new people are like, well, maybe you guys should make memes. Shut up, kid. I was making memes <laughs> when you were literally doing all of your fucking nurse work. Medical puns BJJ is available, Raph, if you want me to nab it. (laughs) I know. We should 100% do that (laughs) to get back and we'll become nurses now, too. No, we'll become doctors. That's what we're going to do. Oh, you better. You speak for yourself. (laughs) There's uh, science and math required in that, I think, right? Uh, I mean, if he can do it, why can't we? Anyway, heavyweight fight. Guys, I'm excited about this one because it makes no sense. Derek Lewis versus Alexander Volkov. Tony, you go first, 15 seconds. Another Russian guy. I'm going Volkov. He had all that reach. And Derek Lewis's last play was really crap. Okay. Okay, That's fair. Kevin, what do you have for us? I'm upset that I agree with him, but I'm a little worried about his continued taking of Russian fighters. Mm. I know I only picked this Mm. fighter because I saw a very credible meme from AmericansWeTrulyAre.net that said Volkov was a major favorite and Derek Lewis is a socialist. So I'm going to believe the internet like a fucking idiot would and take Volkov. Okay. I have too far on this one. You both are agreeing on Volkov. Um, I'd like to reintroduce their names. Kev, can I do that? Please. Okay. Uh, This is a heavyweight bout between Derek Lewis and... And Alexander Voltron. Voltron. I like Voltron better on this one. Number two. Now, Tony, you seem to be taking all of the Russians, as Kevin has pointed out, which begs the question. (laughs) 
Are you a bot? Yes. And then follow up question. I'm glad you answered bot. before that. Are you a bot? And number two, are you B first apparel? Because motherfucker, every time we put up a post, <laughs> they literally have stopped making any form of English sense when they just say, Hey, back in the day, they go, We love your posts. Follow us for a rad time and great apparel. And I go, okay, that's fine. Stupid B first apparel. And I, I distinctly remember one person saying, hey, I think we got a sponsorship. And I was like, no, we did not. <laughs> However, <laughs> B first apparel also now has gotten to the point, Kevin, where they've degenerated and they've just gotten rid of verb, conjugation, and every way form. Where they go, yeah, they just go, uh, hey, Success, you enjoy me now, America. And I go, I don't know what that meant. That they, happened on the EBI just... broadcast briefly. Uh, Nick couldn't get out swept <laughs> in the past tense. He was trying to say he got swept. It was a nice sweep. And oh, he couldn't no. get past sweeped ED. It was like he he got sweeped there. And it was like, close. <laughs> just, <laughs> he struggled so much. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> All right, Kev, you take this one. It's a Gray Maynard versus Nick Lentz. Go. <laughs> Battle of the who looks more apathetic in their, <laughs> their picture. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Gray Maynard because I like it when people embrace their gray. Thank you for that. Uh, Tony, who do you have on this fight? I am also looking at the fight picture, and I'm going to have to go with Gray Maynard. He's got the tattoos. He has some kind of... Muscle appeal, muscle appearance. Oh, oh, okay. Like hold on. Time out. Time out. Evolving Kevin, in front you... of our very eyes, Raph. Nope, nope. Hold on, Kevin. I'm giving you 25 <laughs> seconds to discuss your thoughts on muscle appeal. It's 100% how you predict <laughs> fights. Muscle appeal. It, it matters. Oh, I mean, I'm talking That's to high. a nurse, so you know the body like anyone else. Muscle is the most important thing. Abs <laughs> equal championships. No, Kevin, I have to ask this. Is that something that you see on uh, the new UFC video game? Do they have a bullet point that says muscle appeal 96? <laughs> they have, well, if, if their abs are higher than Gary Tonin's jiu-jitsu skills, I'm voting for them. And I'll remind people he was given like an oh, 81% out on the FC rankings, which is my you know, favorite. Kev, uh, Gray Maynard's keys to success are number one is muscle appeal. Number two, what a low body yeah. fat percentage. Look at this Absolutely. guy. He's in the threes. Yeah. Mm, feeling that non-fat. Oh, and number three, his peen. If we're really being honest, it's an extra tripod, which gives you more pressure, as we all know. Plus, he passed the quarter test with a record score. Don't know what the quarter test is. We take the tightest buttocks, and we bounce a quarter right off it. You'd be surprised <laughs> how many fighters participate. Gray Maynard carries the title. Did we do that one justice, Kevin? Mm. I think we're all set on the muscle. I think we 100% did our run. I want to make this very clear to people. As we go on, the gentlemen have agreed on three fights together. So I guess the question is, Tony, are you afraid to act out of Kevin's shadow? Because Kevin has made two picks that you have followed in suit with. Yeah, you're tracking that. It's what happens when no, you write I'm things down, afraid. yes. Mm. I'll ask the same question. No, I'm not Kevin. afraid. Kevin, is he afraid, though? I'll tell you, I am. I'm about to start am reaching for some parody. Yeah. Because he keeps saying things that really match up with my judging criterion. It's like, yeah, I know. 
Sometimes I got to go with my instincts and reverse them to stay afloat. (laughs) Here's a little little, little story that you may not be familiar with. On our show, Kevin has 100% picked fighters based on their abs before, their hair. Uh, Kevin is basically everybody's girlfriend who wins the March Madness bracket by (laughs) picking whatever mascot looks doper. Like, that's sometimes his skill, though... It does not always work. All right, let's go to a welterweight fight between Vincente Licker and Jalen Turner. Tony, you start us off on this one. Oh, God. Jalen Turner doesn't have a picture. I'm going with Vincente Luce. Vincente Luce? Don't do an un-American version of his name. It's Vincent here. Uh, Kev, what do you got for us on this one? <laughs> see, I'm actually I'm going with the tarantula because I do see his picture, and uh, I like the height, and I like a little bit of that massive reach advantage. I'm taking gentlemen the tarantula, Julian Turner. Kev, I'm going to tell you this right now. That's not a terrible uh, pick for the following reason. If you remember, the fight I have said many a times on this podcast is one of my favorite fights I have ever seen live between Rich Leroy. The opponent was Jalen Turner, and Jalen Turner and him put on one of the best fights for CXF for just anything I've ever seen live. So he is a tough motherfucker. Uh, I believe he fought recently at Bellator. I don't even know if this is his second or third time uh, fighting for the UFC. It could be his first, but he's very tough. So, Kev, you're not completely out of the realm on this one uh, by accident. By by. No, I do that. RFA champ. Um, big guy. Love him at XFC, whichever. Uh, he was king of the cage warrior, Matt Space something. Great guy. Good fighter. You know, do we just really create a word bank that everybody creates all of their events from? King Matt's. I've been listening to a lot of football coverage today, so I think I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Um, lightweight bout. Gents. I'm going to give you guys 20 seconds to talk about this fight because I'm excited about it. Kev, it's a lightweight bout between Tony Ferguson and Antony Pettis. Who do you have? Normally, I would take Pettis in this. I'm going to submit people resurgence he's been a part of. But he said it himself. When the Umpoco Ombre fights his little hermano, he really struggles to focus. I am going... I'm already doing my NBA talking head voice. I just don't think he can do it with his brother, Raph. I have to take Tony L. Sutai Ferguson in this match. All right, all right. Let's go to our next one. Uh, Tony, what do you got for us here? Um, So this actually is one of the ones I researched last night. I'm going to choose Anthony Pettis because I was watching a Tony Ferguson highlight reel, and I did not like the music that they used. So I'm going with Pettis just based on music. Was it dubstep? What was it? It was like generic soft. WWE rock music. Soft country? Oh, okay. Got it. So it was basically Eddie Bravo's band, right? Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Anyway, I want to make sure that I did. You know what the worst part is? I say that joke and I'm like, it might be. Right. Um, <laughs> are, Kev, are we afraid that Tony Ferguson is going to trip over anything else? Sure. I, it's, okay. Raph, this fight's not happening. None of the fights are happening. The only person that's going to show up at the fight is OSP and Derek Lewis's friend because he didn't get the text. That's all. That's all it's going to be there. This is the closest I think Kevin has ever come to trying to instigate the more mediocre moments of Jerry Seinfeld of like, this fight's not happening. It's not happening. 
<laughs> so that's a really I, good Jerry. Thank you. Uh, some of us are talented in ways that aren't just memes. Kid, I want to ask you this, Tony. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. I'm I'm curious your thoughts because did you happen to see the meme that I enjoyed greatly about Tony Ferguson doing some weird thing with an Olympic barbell and then putting two kind of cylinder blocks on it and it just said, "Yo, why Tony Ferguson looked like he got his <laughs> dick suck stuck in an electrical socket." <laughs> I did see that meme. That was amazing. Who Can made that you- one? Uh, that was the Strangle Squad. They they knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, but but Tony, those guys are great. They're pretty good. I want to ask this though, Tony. When you see that meme, can you tell me the reason he's doing that exercise? I can't tell you. If it's gonna make him a winner in MMA, then might as well do it. I'm gonna start doing it. That way, I can win worlds in Pan Ams next year. No, no one knows why the fuck he was doing it. And I've really been trying to get down to the bottom of it. I had real people who do fitness work who go, this is a funny meme, but can you tell me what he's doing? It was like, why are you asking me? I have no idea what the fuck's going on here. So anyway. There's a method to the madness. Method to the madness. You know what? I'm asking what the method to the madness is. I don't think it's crazy to just say like, cool, there's a method to the madness. May I ask what it is? Oh, no one knows. Thank you very much, everybody. Yes, uh, I'll po- I'm going to post a picture of me doing that workout next week. Uh, you know what? The worst part is That's if it. you come back to us and you tell us, you're like, actually, it really works, guys. <laughs> never come back that. promoted as a black belt. You guys aren't going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the next fight. It's a women's strawweight bout between Michelle Watterson and Felice. Hearing uh, Tony, uh, you go first. So I'm going to choose Michelle Watterson. I think she's known as the Karate Hottie. She posted a pic the other day. She's she, she's looking strong. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's sounding positive. You know, that's you know, you know what you you know what you know what pick I'm talking about. I think many of us you, are you very know. familiar with with what pick you're referring to. Uh, Kevin, who do you have on yes. this one? She also did ESPN's The Body Issue, which is yes. just telling me one thing: oh. success has already gone to her head. She doesn't need to prove anything inside that cage. I'm going with Felice Herrick, the little bulldog. Gonna move oh. to 15 and seven. Kev, do you have any real reason for going for Felice, though? I do not. Thank you for asking. <laughs> wow. I was just curious because I mean, both of them are attractive people, so like, I get it. It it makes sense. It's just, I think we covered the fact that they're very attractive people. Did we not? I her and uh, yeah, I little think we need Pettis. To go over it again. Okay, <laughs> her Thanks, and little Tony. Pettis genuinely oh, belong yeah. in Hollywood. And it's like, what are you two doing as fighters? I'm just curious. It's like go make Frozen the live movie or something. To be fair though, Kevin, when you say something Didn't like that, like, Kevin, when you say something like that, it makes me wonder though. Legitimately, did they have a Fox sitcom that we just never remembered happening? <laughs> Pettis and Herring, yeah, yep. <laughs> it's and the sitcom is they get booked to fight each other and they don't know it. <laughs> I'm watching that. Where's Dana? This is way 100%. better than that Tuesday bullshit he has on. This, this uh, kind of reminds me of uh, I think it was your last week's show with uh, the Kasai CEO. He was talking about the uh, his daughters and his daughter daughter's friends talking about the Kasai matches. They don't know any. Of the, 
they don't know any of the fighters. They don't know any of the jujitsu that's going on. But they're like, oh, Craig Jones, he, he's they'd, doing really good out there. He looks really good. They'd know about the eight-part Netflix series called Fighting uh, <laughs> Matrimony. <laughs> I don't know. I'll name shop. The name's terrible. Actually, no. Fighting, Fighting Matrimony has some some kick to it, Kev. <laughs> Because they have like one of them has like a MMA glove and the other one has like a like boxing glove and Hold it's on, like their side profiles. Ref, till the third round, do us part. I'll keep, I'll keep them firing at you. Don't oh worry. My God, uh, it's a no wonder we don't have shit on Netflix yet, kids. Hey, it's about this time that I like to tell the guest that uh, we there's usually a wager. Now all of us are involved in jujitsu, so there's not actual money uh, to be made. In this, <laughs> we don't do any like money sport uh, sort of wagers. Um, Kev, can you tell us some wagers in the past that we've done? Sure. Social media announcements, five star reviews. Um, for example, <clears throat> you do memes, so there's the potential that I might just yeah. have you uh, spend a day memeing that there should be a show starring Fetus and <laughs> Herring. <laughs> At Netflix, and I might demand that's all you do for but a wait, day. There's a lot of things we could throw out there, Rap. Yeah, but do we have to talk about it as if it actually happened and just never tell anybody? <laughs> just do a day tribute to this eight part series. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, Tony. <clears throat> uh, okay. Kevin did actually Kevin did something that we've never done before, which is normally we wait to say what the wager is and we allow the guests to come up with what it is because we say, oh, here are some examples. Kevin came up with a really good one, but that doesn't have to be the one we agree to. So you have three fights to figure out if there is a wager you would like to make that is different than the one that Kevin proposed. So you got a little bit of time. In the meantime, Kevin, I'm going to ask you to say. Who's going to win in the welterweight bout between Ryan LaFleur and Tony Martin? I always love it when someone like LaFleur is fighting, especially as we open up this card. <laughs> but Tony Martin sounds too close to Ricky Martin, and I kind of want him to jazz it up and give me a little yes. So I'm going to go with the one that kind of sounds like Ricky Martin. Okay, that's close. Uh, now I'm going to ask this, Tony, are you going to agree with Kevin and say that Tony Martin's going to win, or... Are you going to be Ryan Lay Unfair? I'm going to go with Ryan LaFleur. It reminds me of Ric Flair's name instead of Ricky Martin. Ric Flair's a lot cooler. And I guess he has that muscle appeal that I look for. Muscle appeal deal. See, Kev, I think we've answered why he ended up shirtless on his uh, Facebook page. <laughs> I, I think that the, the whole part of him being on there was just like, I want to show you guys my muscle appeal. So you'll I'm, think I'm, I'm going to be a good fighter because I've heard, and frankly, it's working. As soon as I mm. saw him shirtless, I was like, that guy better not a heel hook someone. Not no shit. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, let's keep this going. Women's bantamweight between Aspen Ladd, which again no <laughs> does not sound like a real name. Aspen Ladd sounds like a black diamond course that you ski down. So... <laughs> There's that. Um, and Tanya Evinger. Uh, Tony, you start us off. Oh, God. <laughs> Aspen Lad, I really like the name. It reminds me of a nice little indie band name. Aspen Lad. That's a good one. Uh, Tanya Evinger's nickname is Triple Threat. 
I do not understand it, but I find mean? it frightening. So I'm going to go with Avenger. <laughs> okay. Now, before we go any further, Kevin, I have to ask you this because you're the opponent to him here. Does it sound like every time we ask Tony who he thinks is going to win, we are putting the most pain on him because every one of his picks starts with, oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, you wouldn't make me choose. How? Oh, if only you guys had warned me that I need to pick people. Ah. About the undercard. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Fight's not happening. So I understand his disdain. I think he's just giving it what it deserves. The proper amount of apathy. Fair enough. Uh, Do you have any response to that, Tony? And that's how I, that's how I start. That's how I start all my sentences. (sighs) (laughs) With everything. When you want for dinner, you're just like, oh, God. Uh, Nurse, did you hear that? I I become a. (laughs) They said I'm all healed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I heard. Uh, Good for you. All right, have a good one. Yeah, it's the family asking. (laughs) The family asking how the surgery went. Pretty well. You should be able to see him soon. So let's go on right now. Kevin, you're going to tell us who's going to win in a light weight bout between Scott Holzman and Alan Patrick. Yeah. If there were a fight I was going to say could most likely break out in song and dance, I'd give it to this one. But I'm going to go with one of my favorite nicknames, Nugete Alan Patrick, because it looks like nougat. And I immediately was like, yeah, I could go for a chocolate. I could. It's not nougat. It's something else. And the other one's hot sauce, Raph. A real battle of the, this is a difficult one to pick, Alan Patrick. Patrick it is. All right, Tony, who do you got? I'm going with Scott Holdman. Alan Patrick does not sound like a legit Brazilian name. <gasps> you take that back. <laughs> There's no silent R's in that name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Scott Holdman, hot sauce. Hot sauce versus nougat. <laughs> I, you know, we got a real yeah. taste of. I know that Tony says he works as a nurse, but he does live in Arizona, so it sounds like in his off time he also uh, serves as border patrol because he looks over and goes, "There's not enough R's in this name." How Brazilian are you, brown guy? <laughs> yeah, I do do border patrol on the side, I guess. Because no one can pass my guard. I just lay out oh, there. Okay. <laughs> I, like oh, no. I like dad jokes at BJJ. <laughs> no. Those fire. It's it's topical. So <laughs> oh, God. The worst there goes politics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't get enough well, of it, though. That's happy, rolling had a, happy rolling had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I was waiting to save this one before we get to the main event. Now, Kev, I messaged you. A little bit beforehand. And I want to make sure people know that the bit doesn't end when we're off air. Because when I said, hey, Kev, this week's an over-under week. And Kevin goes, fight's not happening. And I go, we're not on air. You don't have to do this now. You don't have to be AJ Aga's arm and pretend to be a heel even when I'm talking to you. Just be a human. Sorry, anyway. Man. That's how I feel. It's fine. It's can't, funny. Can't break kayfabe. He, well, he can and does when he feels like it. And Mario Lopez is around. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Mr. Slater, I'll get you. I'll say. <laughs> True story. Anyway, uh, when I sent oh, you a uh, link, Kevin, what was it? 
Uh, you sent me. Oh God, <laughs> I I should definitely remember what it was. It wasn't that long ago. Something about it looked like you sent me John Ralphio had failed a drug test. I was like, that makes sense. But upon further investigation, it was Sean O'Malley, a fighter. Yes. Yes. Whoa. So this is how the internet works. Every so often we do this show, and then like all of a sudden, two days later, it comes out, and they say this fighter is not going to be on this week's card. This could still happen. We're not putting anything out there. The next fight already has a series of jokes. Hold up, but Raph, I'm ready. Kevin... I've got one. I mean, I no. expect O'Malley to fail an alcohol test. You get it? Yep. <laughs> but drugs. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> but when I sent Kevin that note, he goes, John Ralphio just failed a drug test or a, a, you know, a test. And I was like, yeah, it's not looking good. So they actually updated the Wikipedia page. And what it says right now on the Wikipedia page for UFC 229 is uh, Jose Alberto Quinones versus TBD. So for shits and giggles, who do you guys got? Kevin, <laughs> is it TBD or Jose Alberto Quinones? I've got, I, you know, uh, I got to take TBD. I just got to roll with I don't know. First, I want to be on that side of history. I want to be on that side of history. We've never done this. There's never been a moment where it said TBD and we said, fuck it. We don't know who it is. So if this fight happens, we will 100% lock in TBD as your pick. Uh, Tony, who are you picking? You know, that TBD sounds very interesting. Oh, for the love of God. We're riding <laughs> together. We're riding together. All right, fine. You ride and die. We're riding together. Yeah. Fine. I, I had something really good. I had a great bit that I, I expertly set up, and then you motherfuckers just, like, shat on it. So now there's no fun in this one. <sighs> Fine. Oh, yeah, don't, don't force it. Don't, don't force it. Don't tell me how to do it. Don't my... force it. Listen here, Mr. 3000. When you get to Mr. Oh, 8.5, yeah. I don't know how many people have deleted us. 8.5, roughly. Not quite good enough to make people get the link. That takes them on Instagram. I'll tell you this much. We're close, motherfuckers. But we always offend somebody. So there's always somebody who's like, nah, I don't like verbal tap anymore. And it's just like, I can care less. All right. I'm going to start with this. Tony, I'm going to give you, let's say, 30 seconds to say who you think is going to win. Because, Kev, some inside knowledge. He actually put a poll, not once but definitely twice on his Instagram stories to outsource his picks for this game. Tony, I ask you who wins between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Conor McGregor. Go. I'm going to have to go with Conor on this one. If it actually happens, like Kevin thinks it's not going to happen, thinks he's going to outstrike the Khabib, and maybe he's going to bring his dolly into the ring and throw it at him. Very good. Kevin, do do I need to put time on here? No. I'm gonna, you know what, Kevin, I'm gonna give you forty seconds to say who you think is gonna win this fight. Go. Whoa, this hurts because every time he does something, he sounds more like human garbage and less like someone I ever want to have a conversation or a grapple with, to borrow a Josh Palmer term. But I am gonna have an MMA match decision, and that is. 
I think Khabib is going to win for simple fact of who's been fighting and who's been in court. It's never great when your marquee <laughs> athlete's last big win has been a while. It's way before the boxing match. This is basically one of those. This is the time where they send in a fresh prisoner in the show Oz in the HBO 1990s. Oh you do God. not want to see what happens when you've been out of the shit for a while. You got to stay in the shit. I'm going with Khabib because Russia sucks and he knows it. This is the meal ticket. I want to ask our fans, like, I don't know if this happens now, but maybe when we're bigger in the future, if they can go back and count the number of Oz references, Kevin has like sprinkled through the 300 plus episodes that we have here because I never expect them. But when they like happen, I just, I pause for a second. I go, I think it's been about 40 episodes since Kevin's done. (laughs) Fucking Oz reference. And you know what the dumb part is? I go, they're always appropriate. Kevin loves that show. Like, there's more Oz references than there is The Wire. And I feel like there's something wrong with that, Kevin. I tried to show Victoria because it's free on Amazon. There's a nice plug. (laughs) I skipped right to season three and immediately it's fucking one of the Irish guys killing the nurse's husband and the doctor. And it's just like, God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> this show's amazing, right? And she's just like crying in the corner. It's like maybe we'll find another time to bond over this. Every once in a while, I get that. Uh, I think it's uh, Corrupt who did uh, a theme song, "Life Behind the Walls" with Nate Dog. And the weirdest part about this particular rap song is that he tries to infuse characters and storylines in a gangster rap G funk song about oz from the soundtrack oz excuse me yeah do you not know this exists i'll check it i'll look into it don't worry oh <laughs> i'm in now it's, ama- it's legit an amazing song and nate's hook is so ridiculously good and the people who are listening to me understand i'm not brown splaining to my white friend i'm just giving him some suggestions <laughs> on an amazing thing he should have on. well Hey, have you, Tony, have you seen Oz? Are you familiar with that show? You know what we're talking about? I have not seen Oz. Wow. Missing out. It's a real gritty prison drama. You do not want to mess with that obesity in a kitchen. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) (laughs) You said it's on Amazon Prime? I can can watch that. Yeah, you can definitely call it up after this. So I know that you've got your night uh, planned out. Kevin, I'm going to ask you to do us a solid can you tell us who is going to win as tiebreakers, just in case we get there? Because you guys did pick a few fights that are the same ones. Mm-hmm. In the event of a tie, yeah. what are the two performances of the night and the fight of the night? First performance of the night goes to Tony Ferg. Second performance of the Ooh. night goes to Ricky Martin when he does the national anthem. Kidding. That's not actually <laughs> happening because this fight's not actually happening. But that is as real a premise as the fight themselves. I'm going to go with, uh, can I, I can't go with a uh, Pettis, right? I have to pick one for next yeah. performance of the night. Damn it. It's, well, no, you got to do a fight of the night. Well, I've got one performance that goes to Tony Ferg. The okay, next then. one I'm going to give to uh, OSP because he usually brings the noise. And then finally fight of the night is going to go to, this is easy, Khabib Connor. Okay, because they got to give them more money. They got to give them more money. There's there's a simple yeah. there's yeah. a simple yeah. equation here. Let's not fuck around with it. All right, same question over to you, Tony. Fire the night, Khabib Connor. Uh, performance and go with Showtime Pettis. That guy's always entertaining to watch. Uh, is that it? Nope, you need is one more muscle appeal. 
One more. Uh, let's go with Volkov. Uh, go with who? Volkov. Drago. Volkov. Volkov. Okay. Tron. Tron. Okay. Sorry, you just cut out on the important part when I was double-checking here. All right. Voltron, indeed. <laughs> All right, Tony. We've come to the point where do you have a bet in mind should you win that you would like Kevin to fulfill or did you like what he put out there? I allow your creativity to go. My creativity. So when McGregor decisions, Khabib, I expect to get happy rolling Instagram shout outs from you guys for the next 30 days. Mm, okay. Let's do this because way people are going to get That's okay. way too many days. Yeah, people are going to get sick more of uh, come on. than us. I guarantee you that. <laughs> but it's mostly because they're going to look over and be like, we get it. You guys did a show together. I'm not against doing uh, some uh, social media shout outs. However, you do know it's best out of whoever wins all of the picks, correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, okay. So yours is social media. Kevin, would you rather stick to the bet that you offered? Because it wasn't bad. Or would you like a mix of the two? So I will. I'll. We'll give him the uh, happy rolling BJJ, like the review of a lifetime. How's mm-hmm. that for like a thirty second? Like he invented, and this is no joke. The first printer that created a meme. We're talking primo stuff. In exchange for, I want a day's worth of memes dedicated to the Netflix series show I've pitched. <laughs> Um, Pettis and Herrig. Pettis and Herrig. Till death, (laughs) till the third round, do us part. Uh, But is it Sergio Pettis? Sergio. Sergio. But it's not not Anthony, right? No, it's Sergio. It's the prince and the pet. It's the prince and the Herrig. But does Anthony show up as a guest feature at some point during the season? The evil king brother. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He's just there to keep their love apart, Raph. He bans fighting. No one's allowed to fight. (laughs) Can I make it very clear? Because whoever, I mean, if you have to do this meme, Tony, I don't know if you're prepared for how few people will enjoy this meme. Like, I, it's such a centralized joke that people will look at it and say, like, what is this kid on? When he says happy, I mean, how much weed is he on? Oh, that's really funny is, People do think Happy Rolling is some kind of weed reference. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Always getting 10 planet people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best part about it is you could tell them you don't smoke weed and they'd be like, that's cool. I'm glad you smoke weed. Yeah, we get it. Neither do <laughs> we. I had to add the BJJ part on there. Smart. Smart idea. Um, okay. Kev, yeah. are we kind of at a decor, Tony? Are we good on that? Sure. Let's do it. I'm in. All right, let's do this. So one of our customary offers that we always do on the show is uh, everybody goes away. We watch the fights. And then would you be willing to come back next week and talk the fights with us, sir? I'm willing to. Let's do it. Excellent. So if people are interested. I'll be be prepared. Mm -mm, That's iffy. Uh, Though you will actually very potentially be more prepared than me because I will be at a wedding 
and I will not be able to watch what? it live. Dun, Shut up! Don't dun, give me your shit. Dun. And who's getting I, married? Who's getting married? Like two people who I'm gonna disown after this. What? No, they're two of my good friends that I feel very badly that they chose a poor date for me. But I wish them happy yeah, with bliss, and we're very excited about it. However, as Kevin has professed, this fight is. Not happening. Your friends are okay. geniuses. They were like, Raph, trust us. We've heard about the UFC's record. That fight's not happening. <laughs> so the best part about this is, Kev, are you prepared to be called like a messiah if you do get this right? Or did you just go off of statistics? Because we're like, what, seven, six days out. <laughs> really, six days yeah. It's the best because the internet has made it to where I could either claim it was parody or I'm <laughs> ready to start my own podcast called The Divine One, a UFC predictor. Uh, either way, Raph, I'm pretty locked in to be just fine on Sunday morning. Look, I'll be around Saturday evening probably doing nothing, which is what we'll be on. Maybe we'll see if SNL can bring in another celebrity to make me terrified about the news. I don't know. I don't know. But I won't be watching this fight. So, all right. Let's now talk about this. Tony. Where can people go find your stuff, like your social media, all of your Facebook, all that good stuff? Yeah, uh, you guys can find me Instagram at HappyRollingBJJ. Uh, same thing with Facebook. I also have a YouTube channel. I know I haven't put out videos in a long time, but coming back slowly and surely. I mean, you don't need to do that. Those videos do too well. And that was initially why I didn't like you, is because I saw how well your first video did, oh. and I was like, oh, let's slow our roll, kid. Yeah, that video blew up. Like, if Facebook views got money, I think it's at, like, 800,000 views. And I was like, well, uh, uh, no money. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the unfortunate thing they yeah, don't really reveal to you. Everybody thinks, like, whenever we do memes, they're just like, oh, man, you guys must live off your lavish cocaine in your mansions. And it's like, no, I'm yep. usually on the shitter and oh. I just kind of come up with something while I've got five <laughs> minutes. So it's usually what happens. Uh, Tony, you're a super nice kid and I'm glad that you were able to handle the shit talking aspect of all of this. If people really want to see you and I suggest they do, a lot of your memes are very, very funny. Happy rolling underscore oh, BJJ. Go check them out. I'm looking forward to a lot of your stuff because I, I really do think it is very funny. Um, and Kev, do you have anything yeah, you, have, you, like you have any suggestions of what you want to see? I mean, I'll tell you off air. I'm not going to give it away for everybody because he told us that there may be something coming in November. And I was like, under no circumstances oh. are we going to talk about something that's maybe going to come. Uh, well, happy rolling BJ oh. Day. Be sure to look for their November happy happiest tapping position film show it's gonna be sponsored it's great everybody submit find yourself tapping in your favorite position to get submitted happy rolling bjj on all the social medias beautiful and shout out grappling has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...